This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This week on Spanky's Corner. A podcast! Just handcuffing people all together all willy-nilly. A butt cleaning menu. Yum. Dirty whore. <laughs> Did not think we'd be talking about Hugh Laurie's pubes and lawn on this episode. <laughs> Dog, they out here fucking on this billboard. No. Is this good? Like man parts are ugly. My late grandmother never wanted to waste food. Spankies. Spankies. What episode is this? 16. I don't know. Well, so what we're going to be doing now is we're going to be putting out some additional content. So if you don't, please subscribe to our podcast. It doesn't cost you money. You'll barely notice it. You'll just see when we upload things. So for the love of God, please do this. <laughs> please. So we don't get fired. We like doing this. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're so inclined, please leave a review with a positive like response and some good star ratings. Anyway, we're back for another episode. Uh, I, I was gone for a while and uh, I was out of... Uh, in London for the Bears game and I'm scrolling through Twitter and I see my friend Julie over here on Camila Cabello's Twitter. Yep. So um, I interviewed Louis Capaldi on Friday, which you don't know of him. He has that big song called Someone You Loved. It's a super beautiful song. He's got kind of like a Ed Sheeran vibe to him, would you say? More so than any other yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like just... Um, Singer, songwritery Mood music. When I got told that um, I was going to be doing the interview... I was looking him up and I realized he is super hilarious. And I've heard this all over too. Like he is honest to God, hysterical and like super deadpan. I just knew the right things to say to him to kind of get him to go off on these tangents that he did. And the certain tangents that he went off on involved other celebrities. He went off on one about Camila Cabello and he went off on one. I saw one with Niall Horn. Niall Horn, who's, if you don't know, one of the members of One Direction. He sang that song Slow Hands. That was huge. Who doesn't know who Niall Horn is? I don't know. Some He's people might not. You never know. Five greatest members of One Direction. I was actually just telling uh, Josh, I think he might be my number one celebrity crush in pop radio right now. Oh, I think he's, Niall Horn? Yeah, he's super, like, uh, well, his new song, Nice to Meet You, very good. Um, but I think he's a dreamboat, and I'm usually not into blondes. So, <laughs> whatever. And very clean shaven, too. Oh, my God. And he sm- smells like a dream, which you'll hear about. So, anyways, I got the chance to interview him, and he went off on these tangents about them both. So, uh, it got picked up on the interwebs, and both of those celebrities saw it. And they both responded to it because it was so funny. And, yeah, there's your girl. There's has, your girl it, on it their Twitter. It 180,000 views on the video on Twitter. When I saw it. Yeah, YouTube's doing pretty well, too. Um, So my mentions have just been absolutely destroyed for the past five days. This is what happens, guys. I leave for a minute. Julia handles everything on her own. This podcast takes off. And then I come (laughs) back and just ride the coattails. Here we go. Uh, So that's coming up. We're going to put that at the end of the interview, at the end of this podcast. Yes, because we're Eiffel Towering ourselves. This episode, uh, because we also interviewed Shade. Uh, and Shade is that group that does the song Trampoline, uh, which was featured in an Apple commercial. Guarantee you heard it. It's very big across a bunch of formats. Really good song. Really cool group. Uh, we interviewed them before at Lollapalooza. They're the first two-timer yeah. of this podcast. The first artist that has come back for a second round of Sweet, Sweet Spanky's Corner Love. Yeah. By the way, if you ever listen to our episodes and you're like, eh, I don't know if I really like this artist, we don't usually talk to them that much about their actual music. It's just <laughs> about stuff that we would talk about anyway on this podcast. We just have someone joining us. So feel free to listen through that. And of course, the super hilarious Louis Capaldi interview will be at the end of that. Spanky's Corner. A podcast. Should we bring up Shade real quick and do a thing? Yeah, we're going to do that. Uh, we saw them last at Lala. They were awesome. So we thought we got to get them here to the Blue Cross Blue Shield performance stage. Last time we saw you guys was Lala. What have you been up to? Um, we went to Japan. How was Japan? It was great. We went there for two weeks. 
And uh, we've just kind of been running around doing um, a bunch more festivals, and now we're on tour, so... Yeah, we came out with a, a remix of Trampoline with Zane. Mm. I love that. Oh, oh thanks. thanks. It's really good. How did you guys connect? We were in Japan, and we were just brainstorming, you know, uh, who we wanted to feature on the song, and we all love Zane, and we just reached out to his his team, and then a week later, his acapella vocals just showed up in our inbox, and we were just like, oh, my God. That easy? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was super yeah, easy. Max and I pulled All you got to do to get a song with Zane is do that, huh? Yeah, there yeah. you go. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. I was telling him, I was like, he sounds almost like a different Zane on there. Like, he sounds like you can tell how much his like vocals have matured, and I'm like, oh, it's just so good. Oh, wow. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, it was, it was really fun. When we got him, we were, Max and I pulled an all-nighter pretty much because we wanted to get the song done, and uh, it was really exciting for us. Yeah, it's fun. Is he going to do any road stuff with you guys? Is he going to pop in anywhere, or is that He'll be still... at the show tonight. Just got an ice <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? That's <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, hopefully, that's that's the game plan. Hopefully, we we have an opportunity to perform with them. That'd be great. We're trying to go to uh, Europe for a tour. Hopefully, in the fall or not in the fall, in the spring. So, if that's the case, hopefully we can link up. That'd be awesome. So, when you guys were over in Japan, give me like the the best part about Japan in general. Not necessarily performing, just the best thing about Japan. Um, I would say food mm-hmm. and. The scenery was really beautiful. We learned some some fun words. Sugoi oishi. What's that? It mean? means very delicious. So we, we were just running around saying sugoi oishi everywhere. So that's a good one. It's a good one to know. I said kinichiwa and arigato. That's all I know. Okay. Arigato. So how do the crowds in Japan compare to like the ones here when you guys are performing? Did you guys do festivals over there? Yeah, so we did two festivals. I'm double fisting here. Here, I take one of these. <laughs> this, this, Does that work? It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Oh, it doesn't work. Um, oh, yeah. I'm we just did grabbing mics, a, sorry. a couple <laughs> festivals, and it was amazing. Really, really cool. The, the Japanese crowds are so polite and quiet and very attentive, and um, so that was really cool to see. But yeah, we were warned before we performed there that they're super polite. Like they, you could hear a pin drop, and it was actually probably the biggest crowd we ever played for. There were like ten thousand people there, Whoa. and uh, you could hear a pin drop like after the song. They like make sure you were you were done for like. Five seconds, and then they would all like erupt in applause together. Then they would like go silent again. It was, you know, it's funny. On Friday we had Why Don't We Come Through Here, and their whole fan base is nothing but screaming girls, right? And they said the same thing about Japan because they were just over there, and they said the exact same thing. Like even the crazy screaming girls silenced during the the whole performance. It's awesome. Uh, We saw something about bidets. Yeah, bidet life is real. Did it change your life? I mean, it was a. So every toilet, I mean, even in public, was heated. It had, like, music. You could, like, put music on and, like, wa- waterfall sounds. And so it was amazing. And then bidet. It was a whole uh, whole different vibe, yeah. Like, Bluetooth your phone to it with music, or did it give you options? <laughs> no, get, give, they gave you options. That would be sick, too, Bluetooth. Um, but, yeah, they gave you options. That's a great idea for Radio.com. Where are the Radio.com people in here? We need to figure that out. We need Bluetooth-enabled bidets that have Radio.com on it. <laughs> and you can say, toilet, please play shade, trampoline. Yes, hey. yes, that'd be amazing, yeah. What's the best part about the bidet experience? Um, <laughs> Besides the music. T- TMI. Yeah. Um, was that your first? It was my first, so I, I tested it out, and it was definitely surprising, but um, then I got back and I... I guess I do miss I think, the I think the I think they're ahead of their time over there. I think mm. I think the US needs to follow suit. I mean Very, gas station bathrooms were nice. Like like everywhere was, there was a bidet. Was so clean everywhere. Yeah. Very environmentally friendly too, you know. They're not wasting paper. No, no no trash anywhere. It was ironic because sorry to be weird about this whole bidet thing, but we were like <laughs> brainstorming topics for our podcast and like Five days ago, I said to him, I was like, we should just interview people about their first experience with a bidet, where they were, <laughs> what happened. And then like, we were kind of prepping for this interview, and we saw you guys like, yeah. very in detail talking about a bidet, and I'm like, how does that happen? It's meant to be. <laughs> meant to be. I'm trying to think how we can add to this conversation. I don't know. Uh, I screamed when I first started. When I first started. I was <laughs> like, screamed. We were in our Airbnb. I was like, oh! Make sure you're sitting down before you press the button. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. it out, and we were all standing there and just got all yeah, water, water everywhere. Spray everywhere. That's good advice for people planning to test out a bidet, Definitely whether it's in Europe or first. Asia. Yeah. Has this been an uncomfortable amount of time talking about bidets, or do you want Maybe. to keep going? <laughs> I'm about it. I'm not uncomfortable in the least. Okay, good. Give me four key words when describing the bidet experience. 
Um, so, yeah. Warm. It was warm water. It was never cold. It was like the perfect temperature water. Yeah. You know, because like... Like a good 68? Yeah, right. I, yeah, it was I would, a... I would, use the, I would use the word accurate. Oh, yeah, they're, accurate. They're very yeah. accurate. Yeah. <laughs> accurate. Focused. Focused stream. Right, Be good. careful with the pressure, the water pressure, because... Oh, you could turn it up and down. Yeah, like, if it was on a high set setting, it was, it's like a little a little too much. Make sure, you, you, suppress, make sure you turn yeah. the setting down, and then if you want to... Build up. Work build your up. way up to a little more yeah. pressure. Do you yeah, recommend yeah. having a bidet session before your morning coffee, or should you wait till after? Uh, I think before, because you might, you might throw up after, maybe, okay. if you have a coffee after. It's good to know. Bidet tips with shade. Mm. What celebrity dead or alive do you wish was next to you in the bidet? <laughs> um, oh, my God. Well, my, my ultimate uh, celebrity crush is Bruce Willis, for anyone asking. He is my, like... The hottest man alive is, is Bruce Willis to me. So any time that I can get Bruce Willis to stand next to me, and my husband is such a Bruce Willis, he's just look like he's such a like a, like oh, almost twins with Bruce Willis. But um, Bruce Willis is my favorite. Yeah, so I would be with him next in the bidet. What if his was like Chelsea from Shade? <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea wouldn't be here right I now. I would literally She'd die. Be... I would I, yeah. I wouldn't be here. I'd be whisking away to. Um... She would die on the bidet. She would just that'd be it. <laughs> Spanky's Corner. Do you remember your first bidet experience? Yeah, it was July of 2015. Um, and it was accidental. Like, I didn't go seeking it out. It found me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it was meant to be. I was in Hawaii. Like, what a beautiful place to remember my first bidet. Yeah, you always remember your first. Yeah, so uh, my ex-boyfriend and I were there, and we were uh, in an Uber. And I found that the best thing to do, I mean, we were at least on uh, the Oahu Island. So I'm sure it's like this for all of them, though, is to ask the Uber driver, like, Where's the nearest bidet? No. Well, maybe. Like, take us somewhere cool, because all they do is ship people, ship tourists around. If you're in a tourist place, like, ask them. So one of the things he said, though, was I'm going to drop you off at this really bougie resort. He was like, just walk on through. Um, and we're on this like beautiful private beach and blah, blah, blah. So we're out there all day. We finish up and uh, we brought like a change of clothes and uh, we had like a giant bag of stuff. So we took turns and he's taken a long time in there. And I'm like, oh, my God, is he sick? Like, Your ex-boyfriend. Yes. Yeah. Whatever. And he was like, he comes out and he looks at me and he goes, your life. Is about to be changed. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he just goes, go on in. I'm going to take a seat because it'll be a while. In four years, five years, you're going to be talking about this on a podcast. <laughs> it's going to be that, that life changing. So I go in and there she was. I see all kinds of dials and a lot of down, knobs and it's pretty it, lights. It's got, yeah, it's got the, I see the red light, like with the, the toasty squiggles to let me know it's yeah. going to be a warm ride. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I sit on down and I press it because I love warmth. Um, it's got a seatbelt. And it's like, uh, and I'm sure you absolutely have zero experience in this, um, in this department, but it's like when you go get a pedicure and you have that like, I mean, it's a massage chair, which is a bit getting a pedicure where you sit down and you have that giant dial pad next to you just loaded with options. Like, where's your problem areas? What what kind of add-ons do you want? It's like creating a smoothie. It's like a menu. It's like it's like a, a butt cleaning menu. Yeah. So convenient after a day on the beach because sand finds its way into every crevasse. <laughs> <It does. laughs> I'll ask you the same question uh, we asked Shade a couple of minutes ago, and that was give me three words to describe your bidet experience. Um cozy. Mm. Um fulfilling. Ooh. <laughs> And three syllables. Nicely done. <laughs> and luxurious. Before we started talking about this, um, Julia, I asked Julia, I'm like, how much talk about bidets is too much talk? And you responded with, don't need to sell you on a bidet because a bidet sells itself. Yes, it does. So that being said, here's my first ever bidet experience. I remember it like it was yesterday. This is the first one where I really sat down and played with all the knobs and buttons. It was in Taipei where bidets are everywhere. You know what? Uh, so we're going to we're going to continue to do bidet of the day on our podcast. Um, and I think one question we should ask was how long were you on there? 
Because I was on there for 20 minutes. Oh, easily. Yeah. Just playing with all the features. Yeah. Mine, though, was all in a, not English. So I was hitting all the buttons, and then it was speaking to me at the same time. It was inside the hotel. I think it was the Westin in Taipei. And so all of a sudden, you got a new pleasant surprise. It was like, woo! And it had a seat warmer. It was fully loaded. It's like the Cadillac of bidets. And you just got water in different temperatures. You hit the buns, you're like, ooh, that's a little warmer. Ooh, that's a little colder. Yeah. What was the feature that surprised you? Honestly, it was the water itself. Well, was it surprising because you didn't expect that yes. to be a feature? Or was it surprising in the way it just kind of sneaks up on you? It did. <laughs> It's always this <laughs> That's why you need a seatbelt. I know you can't see this, people listening, but it's always like a like a jump up. It's like it's like the motion. If you could picture the way the hill of a roller coaster looks, like that's the way your body like kind of just goes <laughs> up and down. <laughs> because when I was hitting buttons, I was just hitting random buttons on there because I couldn't read anything that was on there. So I finally got the one that was water, and it's like ooh, the temp. Hello, it was like a medium, but it's then like, I figured out how to turn it up. But before I turned it up, I accidentally turned it down first. So I got the cold blast followed by Oof. the warm blast. Oof. Mine started at like a balmy 69. Mm -hmm. So like, nice. you know, <laughs> so it was good, but it wasn't like shocking in either, either temperature direction. Is this going to be a weekly feature? I want to make it one because it'll give me the awkward opportunity to find out if somebody's used a bidet or not. And I actually posted on Facebook yesterday. Recall your first bidet experience. Months last year and location. Also, favorite feature. It's for work. Thanks. And I actually got a really good uh, response. I got like 15 people on it. Best one, of course, from Shane. He said he was on it backwards, right? Yes, which is like, what a big dumb idiot. Um, but he said... Summer before freshman year of high school, where he was just probably a boy, July 2006, family vacation in Mexico. I sat the wrong way, and I was too scared to try again. And then I said, did you face it? And he goes, I did, Julia. That means he would, he had to be pantsless. The dude was butt-ass naked. Why would you think to straddle it? Because you have, and some of them, you have like a, well, most of the bidets don't really have a bowl, but he, in order to do that, if the bidet's backed up against the wall, that means he didn't have pants around his ankles. He's butt-ass naked, just trying out different variations. <laughs> He's trying to get a frontal yeah, shot. there's no way you can keep them at your ankles and still sit over it. I wonder what part of his body it hit then. There's only one, one answer. Yeah. His peep. <laughs> <laughs> Who's one person, dead or alive, you would want to sit next to side by side on a bidet? Like Which, them on their bidet and you on your bidet, but like only like an inch apart. Um, Michael Jordan. Why? Yeah, because I think we would have a very interesting conversation. He would be like very like wisdom ass. Yeah. And we, we'd probably break down. I would just ask him about a lot, you know, the six Bulls championships and his reasons to retire. I would actually interview him without even acknowledging the fact that we're both sitting there on bidets. Mine, Hugh Laurie. Wow. Did not see that one coming. I think he'd be so much fun because one, I love his sense of humor. He's very like, he's very snarky. Like people call me snarky and I'm like, you haven't met Hugh Laurie. Neither have I, but he's snarky. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I, I have a little bit of a crush on him. I feel like he ha he owns a bidet. Like, you know how you, you just know a bidet owner when you see mm, one? Yeah. I wouldn't ask him about house, but I would ask him about, like, shows he's made guest appearances on. I would talk to him about life or, like, lawn care. Like, I feel like he has, like, he has a really well-manicured lawn. And I'm not talking about his pubes. I mean, like, his actual lawn in front of his house. Did not think we'd be talking about Hugh Laurie's pubes and lawn on this episode. <laughs> Oh, use that for the preview. Oh, yeah, um, right. <laughs> wait, who would you sit, what dead person would you sit next to? Probably Abraham Lincoln, maybe? Yeah. I feel, Abe? You know what? And I feel like those poor dead presidents, like the old ones, like the super fucking old ones, like never got to enjoy a bidet. So I feel like he deserved one. You bring, yeah, like, you bring it back. It's like, hey, Abe, we're going to take you back for a trip to the spa. We're going to bring you on a bidet and then we'll just put you back in the ground. Can you imagine a person from 1865 that's only experienced outhouses that gets the first, not only taste of, of plumbing, but also a bidet that shoots gentle, warm stream of water up your ass. It would shock George Washington's wooden <laughs> teeth out of his face. Spanky's Corner. A podcast. Since the last time we all gathered here, 
on this fine podcast. Two spectacular crimes have happened that we feel need some sort of attention to the people that actually committed them. I don't know. I don't know that I've heard crime happen in 2019 more than I like these two that happened back to back. It's Crime-tober, and I'm really excited. (laughs) (laughs) Crime is in, y'all. No, it's funny is because there's nothing good. Look, these are more like pranks more than anything. Yeah. These are like the types of crimes I would for sure commit. Like both of them, actually, because I was really into mischief. Uh, it's a good word from 18 to 21 because like I wasn't like you couldn't go to bars or anything it's like what the hell else did you do like honest to god this sounds like some stuff I would have done one of which is actually in your hometown and you were there when it happened so now I'm kind of curious how involved you actually were no because there's a crime video and neither of the participants look like me they they concealed their face but did not do a very good job were you driving the getaway car Oh no, I'm not a good driver. You wouldn't want me being your getaway driver. I drive I drive really slow and scared. Like I'd be doing like 40 on the highway and it's like, is this good? <laughs> like an OJ police chase. There goes, there goes Julia and her Ford Fiesta just cruising along at the speed limit. I'm a really frightened driver, so it just like would not be good. Do you want to set it up since it's your hometown, the first one? And this has been out there for a few days, but you were at, you were in Detroit. Yeah, when I was this home when this happened. Um, so I-75, which takes you like right from Detroit, like can take you all the way up to northern Michigan. It's like the main highway there that takes you everywhere. It takes you through Flint, everything. This was right by my brother's exit for college. He goes to uh, Oakland University, which is in like Rochester Hills. And these two kids hacked a billboard, like an electronic billboard, because you know how they'll have the ones that'll like flicker through different ads. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they played a lesbian porn <laughs> for 30 <laughs> minutes. And the, um, they, I found the news report on it, but then uh, my friend Katie found a better one because her husband, the one that did that sports report for us, he's like, no, you got to watch the one for my channel. And it is so much better because they interviewed this guy and it's like this punk ass guy who is like just driving down. And like you could tell he's totally driving while Snapchatting and uh, is like recording the billboard and like cracking up in the background. He's like, ah, ha, ha. and like the caption is like, like, dog, they out here fucking on this billboard. <laughs> and like they had to like blur that out. And so that's on the news. And he's like talking about it. And it, you're just interviewing like the worst per- like somebody who would really enjoy this. What was that exact quote? Dog, they out here fucking on this billboard. I don't know if that was it specifically, but I just like need you to repeat like that. that without me laughing over it, so I could use it at the very beginning of this episode that people have already heard. <laughs> um, uh, was, so was this like a billboard, or was it like a Department of Transportation sign? Billboard, huge. So like what we have B ninety six billboards yeah. on one of those digital ones. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like one of those massive ones that you could see from like anywhere because they're super tall. And like they kept calling the police, but like nobody could like break into because I guess where it's done from is like the leg of a billboard. It has a door in it and you can open it. And there's a computer where you set it up. Really? Mm hmm. And these little hacker kids got in there. Oh, hey, Sonic. Hey, what you doing? Hey, we're going to use you on a segment coming up. Is this mic on? Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> no, we, no, for real. We're going to use you on a segment coming up about your London thing. But Okay. But we're talking about porn on the highway. Like watching it on the highway while you're driving? No. So when I was home in Michigan two weeks ago, somebody hacked one of the billboards, like the electronic billboards, and lesbian porn was playing on it for 30 minutes straight. And they addressed it on SNL over the weekend because it was like that big of a story. The joke was great too. Michael Che, he's like, yeah, he explained it. There's porn, blah, blah, blah. And he goes carjackings were at an all-time high. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. I like when jokes aren't predictable. <laughs> the best part about it was like the audience, it took him a minute to catch up to it. So he stuck the landing on the joke and it took the audience about two seconds for them to figure it out and do the mental gymnastics to catch up. And it was, it was perfect. Well done, Michael Che. My only question is why would you like, you have that much juice and then you put the lesbian porn on. Nothing against it, but it's just funny. better stuff though. It's just like a shenanigan. But like what? Because they don't want to put anything disgusting, just like weird enough. Yeah, you know what? That's actually a safe play. Um, well, safer because there's no like man parts are ugly. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. All right, dude, you leaving? All right, we'll, we'll call you back in in a minute. Um, but my other favorite news story that happened. I just saw this this morning on Twitter and it's not a news story, but it was like somebody tweeting this to Chicago scanner. So like 
just that, you know, that crime Twitter that goes around to see you like know things that are happening. Oh, follow them all. Um, so this girl tweeted live near Loyola, an unknown man approached two people, told them he knew a magic trick. Unknown man then handcuffed the two people together and then left. <laughs> <laughs> I I cannot <laughs> stop laughing at that. Like what a, what a big inconvenience to your day and a stupid thing to have to explain that happened. <laughs> This is some shit I would have done. Uh, handcuffed yourself to another person or actually been the person, the magician. Been the person to do it. I would have hands down done this. If I, we were really into truth or dare back in the day. Surprise, surprise. And if somebody would have told me to do this, I would have done it. There's like a serial handcuffer just running amok on the north side of Chicago right now. Just handcuffing people all together, all willy nilly. Like we used to troll people a lot. This one wasn't as bad, but uh, you know, the Coney Islands in Michigan. Yes. Like, cause everybody just goes there all the time. So we used to park in one of the parking lots and like write a different word on somebody, everybody's car. And it wasn't like, it was like this, like it wasn't bad, but it was just like an inconvenience. So we would write the word like Farmville, tube sock, balloon animal, like just words that like had no meaning. Like, like, what do you mean you wrote, you wrote it on their car? Like with car paint, like we'd go out to a grocery store and just buy a pack solely for this purpose. And we didn't have money at this time. So everybody would throw in a dollar so we could afford the $5 pack. (laughs) So on their window. Yeah. So you just leave them with a sense of confusion. Exactly. And like we, and we'd write one on our own car. <laughs> so, so, so like people would walk out and they'd be like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I know they got me too. <laughs> <laughs> and like people were scared. They're like, what does this mean? And I'm like, I don't know. Mine says dirty whore. <laughs> what does yours say? Tube sock. Yours is better than mine. Spanky's Corner. Welcome back from your first European trip, Sonic. Yeah. That was, that was your first? Yeah. You've been to Europe before, the UK? No. Oh. But I, I just felt like you've been there before. I don't I know. I do have some years on you, so yes, I'm behind. Sonic from 104.3 Jams. Did you use a, a bidet when you were there? No, but I was scared because um, I was looking over the toilet in our Airbnb, and it had two buttons, and then I was like looking over it to uh, whatever. When I was flushing it, and I was like... Dude, that could have been a boudet or bidet, and no, I could have shot buns. me in the face. The two buttons, one is... <laughs> Hit me the boudet! The two buttons, the smaller one is for uh, for for number one, bigger button for number two. Oh, is it oh. really? Yeah. What? Yeah. I've seen those on toilets. I just didn't know what that meant. Yeah, the smaller one is for less water. So oh, if you just so. if you just make a little pee... He's only needed the number two button, no, I'll tell you. I know, the, yo, all those bangers I was eating. The only reason why we ask is because we literally spent 13 minutes earlier on this episode talking about bidets. <laughs> have you ever used one? Ever? Never have. I would. I'm, I'm not opposed. Do you think like 13 it. minutes of bidet talk is too much? Yes. Very, very much. Uh, oh. No, no, no. Because there's been different guests amongst bidet, amongst bidet chats. Everybody's different experience. We've just been teasing people. If you, if you don't like you know, talking about bidets, we were just teasing the fact that you're going to come on and talk about your London experience. We're trying wow. to think of a name for your segment because, I mean, you carry a theme, which is your life. Um, <laughs> My messy and, life. It's messy. But you know what? People, whenever we ask people how they feel about the podcast, their number one favorite thing about it is always you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you, people. I love that. Uh, now that I said it, Shane can't come on anymore. I right. know. But it's also, I mean, I was still better than him, but it's also <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't write this stuff or I don't plan it. It just happens. So, I know. All the things that happen. The reason why we wanted to talk to you is because I got a text message from you Sounds on like Monday. Sounds like my dad right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sit, sit down, son. Okay, go ahead. So, <laughs> Sorry. The way it worked was Sonic came over to London. My wife and me, we were over there. We all had friends over there. and We went to the Bears game. And so I didn't even see Sonic until after the Bears game because apparently he couldn't get his life together until 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And Shocking. Like, yeah, I know. No, I mean, well, we were jet lag. We weren't jet lag, but the time difference—it's what nine hours ahead over there. Or no, oh, is it really? Just six. Oh, six. No, okay. Don't say just six. That's a lot. That's, so, that's like that really does change your day. I didn't. Yeah, and I didn't really adjust. Maxwell and I was with my friend Maxwell. We didn't really adjust. So, and we did go out the night before. So we woke up at three two days in a row. So that's about uh, what. Chicago time. Uh, yeah, so well, that's, that's okay. That makes sense. So we went Bears lost. Whatever. Fine. We meet up. We had a bunch of drinks afterwards. We hit one of the few pubs that was open late there on the Sunday. We bid adieu to one another. We all there was a whole group of us, and we all went our different directions. 
So the next morning we get up, the wife and I, we fly to Newark. We're in New York City because we had like a six-hour layover. Sonic is flying to JFK on the other side of the city. He lands. He had a couple-hour layover. So we're sitting there getting ready to get on the train to go back out to Newark to continue flying on. And he texts me. And now I'm quoting. This is from Sonic. If you guys want to go back, referring to London, on December 8th, I accidentally bought a round-trip flight. Don't smoke weed, kids. <laughs> so how do you accidentally buy a round-trip flight? I have no idea. That's one thing that you double, triple check right before you hit confirm or buy, whatever. Well, I don't know. I, yeah, it's probably over $500 you just spent. How yes. much was the airfare? I could look it up. I don't have it right now, but I, I think it was only like 400 bucks. So you got a good deal regardless. Right. So you have to go back now. Yes. Because I responded back with, ha, 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 what? To in New York? And you're like, no, to London. I'm like, you dummy. How much did that cost you? And you go, fucking idiot. I don't know. I just checked in on the app and it has me going back to London on December 8th. And then you screenshotted me the actual itinerary. And sure as shit, December 8th, Sonic has a flight booked back to London. From Chicago? From Chicago. Yeah. So now you just have to buy one way back. Because I'm guessing you bought a one way to London. <laughs> He's just yeah, from New York. Because I, I went on, like, uh, <laughs> I took a different route. I went to New York for a couple days. So I went Chicago, New York, New York, a couple days, New York to London, and then London back to Chicago. So I bought all my, uh, all one ways. Do you think you might, trip. Do you think you might have accidentally booked a round trip from New York to London? So that way you already have a return trip from London back? No, I definitely did not because um, this flight was American and the other ones weren't American. And so when I went to check in in London to my American uh, Airlines flight, it said, what seat do you want from Chicago to Charlotte? And I'm like, what? <laughs> that was, you know, when you're picking your seats and checking in? Yeah. And then Charlotte to London, what seat do you want there? I'm like, well, I guess I bought another flight. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I found out. I was in London on my way to the airport. I'm like, what the hell? I was so confused. So December 8th. You've got to go back to London now, right? Yeah. It's a day after Jingle Bash. It is. It's a Sunday. It's so awesome. Do you awesome even have there. that PTO left? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have so much. I haven't left. If you, you guys really don't know, anywhere. I don't ever take days off. I haven't left Chicago uh, before that for like a year. Unless he misses his hair appointment. Oh, yeah. That is true. Oh, yeah. True. That's true. Yeah. Screw that hairstylist, man. She has dumb hours. You can only go like during, when, during my shift. Damn, I'm so sorry, man. Uh, the struggle's real. So are you going alone or have you found anyone to go with yet? I haven't found anyone, but I'm sure I could. You know, I'll like, go by myself. You know where you would love? As long as you're going all the way over there. Amsterdam. Yeah. Yeah, you would. Dude, I'm that weed you, menu? Oh. Oh, I was thinking hookers. Oh, yeah, the weed. Yeah, well, look, I mean, you can get anything you want in Amsterdam. It's not just weed. It's not just hookers. I mean, they've got great museums. they got the Anne Frank Museum. Oh, yeah. yeah that that's what like he's going time. for. That's a good one. Um, you've, got, you've got beautiful canals. Uh, you can pay a reasonable amount of money to actually f a banana. What? It's called the banana bar. Ooh. You really f in with a banana? Yeah. 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 What? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go up and you pay a reasonable amount of money, probably like 50 euro. You get all you can drink for like 30 or 35 minutes. You go into a room. There's a wide array of women sitting on the different tables and they- You've you done this? Ah, uh, just a few times. So you, you get the <laughs> banana- and then, and then while the banana is, and she peels, and you get to eat the banana. No, thank you. Have you really done this? Yeah. I mean, maybe if they're non -GMO. While married? Yeah, she was sitting right next to me. Swear you've done this. Yeah, with like, two of our friends too. They were all right there. Good time. Man, that's a, that's good content for the ground. <laughs> what filter did you use? <laughs> Dude, are you serious? Pro too. Yeah, seriously. And then right across the canal from there in the red light district is the actual sex show. Okay, I might do that. The banana thing. Could you imagine me? I can't even talk to girls at a bar in Chicago. Keep me making <laughs> the stupidest jokes. My okay. mind is blown. I yeah. know. And I think it's bar. more blown that, you, that, that you've done this more so than it's a thing. Yeah, I know. I don't believe you. What's the name of this place? It's called the Banana Bar. Okay, I'll go just, there. Just, just no, to make sure. Go ahead and Google it. Creative name. Spanky's Corner. Louis Capaldi. I'm sorry, your candidate for America's sweetheart, Louis Capaldi. Whoa! How are you? I'm good. How are you, Julia? I'm, I'm good. Didn't you just perform on Ellen? Uh, yeah, I did it just a matter of minutes ago, and here we are in Chicago. Wow, you run really fast. I do run really fast, and that's why I'm sweating and, and, and as quite as out of breath as I am. It's got nothing to do with my weight. Yeah. 
I believe it. Yeah. So how was Ellen? Uh, it was lovely. Ellen wasn't there. Okay. It was it was Sean Hayes who play plays Jack and Will of Grace. Will of Grace? Will and Grace. Real, I like Will of Grace. My name's Grace. Will of Grace. That sounds like a knight. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, it was, it was good. It was lovely. And, oh, I can see myself on the TV. There you are. Uh, yeah, he was nice. And there was a lot of tarantulas there. Tarantulas? Yeah, there was like a little guy who was like a animal expert. Okay. As I'm sitting really weird, I've realised I'm just like us. I know, I was sliding too. I had to get like all the way up here. <laughs> so, so. Uh, it was lovely, and I was nervous, but we did it, and I don't like spiders. Okay. But the boy, the little boy that was holding them, was he was very cute. He was very lucky, because he's like an animal expert, but he's like six or something. Six-year-old animal experts kind of scare me. Yeah, because it's like, also, you're definitely not an expert. You're definitely just a six-year-old who likes touching spiders. <laughs> So well, and like I'm also kind of concerned that they could like kick our ass. Like if well, you're like six years old and you're holding a spider. Yeah, exactly. Like you're, what's next? You're too. You're too serious. You're too. Uh, you're too he knows his stuff. Yeah. The martial arts. <laughs> you can train a train a snake to to kill you. Yeah. That'd be very difficult to 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 maneuver around. To maneuver the snake. Yes. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to maneuver snakes. The, the snake. Do you spend a lot of time maneuvering them to know this? I spend a lot of time manoeuvring a snake, for sure. <laughs> uh, even though you didn't get a chance to see her, don't you feel like Ellen would make a prime candidate for America's Sweetheart? Well, that's, what I, that's who I'm trying to topple. I just want, I want to be America's Sweetheart so badly, but oh, Ellen, well, it's just, she just won't move. She won't budge. <laughs> and that's why we need your help. To help me become America's sweetheart and, and you know, stop Ellen's reign of tyranny. <laughs> what do you feel like you have on Ellen, though, for the people? Nothing. I don't, it's <laughs> no, this is the problem I'm running into. I thought, you know, you, that there's too many America's sweet. Well, I don't want to be the, I want to be one of them. Okay. But Ellen's just at the minute, just really grinding my, she's getting in my way a bit. And I just think, um, how many seasons has she got left of her show? I feel like she's never going to stop. Yeah, which is just, come on, give someone else a chance. Do you know what I mean? I, I feel like I'd that like could be... I'd like a daytime be, show called I feel, Lewis. I feel like that could be your leg to stand on, though. Like, Ellen, like, how many accolades are we going for? Like, yeah. We've done enough. Give someone else a chance. Yeah, like, relax, Ellen. Come on. <laughs> stop being so sweet and lovable. It's like, really annoying. <laughs> quit being a delight every single waking moment. I know, but I love Ellen so much. Ellen DeGeneres. And, uh, yeah... She's just so great, but also getting in my way a bit. So maybe we'll need to, I need to have a word next time I see her. Yeah, you do. And the first time I see her, I'll say, hello, Ellen. You don't know me, but <laughs> fucking, oh, sorry. <laughs> but stop. But um, yeah, no, so America's here. Do you know what? I thought we were making good, good, we're making good progress. In which way? Uh, like this. Um, You're campaigning on social media. I feel like it's yeah, doing well. Yeah, it's doing well. People are really picking up some steam. The song is doing well. I've song. noticed. Thanks for playing it. That's that guy. Yeah, I know. I'm just as a as a team. Um, and I thought, you know, this is going well. People, people, more people seem to know who I am, which is lovely. Yes. Uh, which is kind of what you need to be America's sweetheart. Yeah. But then. I went to a meeting at my record label at Capitol in the, US, in the US, which is where we are, in LA. And the security guard at the door thought my name was Louis Capadilly. So, <laughs> but you know issue. what? Some people just kill, like, kill names, even if they've heard them a million times. Don't take it personally. Yeah, well, I mean, he really, I could tell in his eyes he had no idea who I was. And I wasn't his sweetheart at all. Which is, a, which is a problem when you're trying to be America's sweetheart. You should have handed him your phone with like your name pulled up on Google and just be like, hey, bro. Well, that's the thing. I think he had, my, my name was written down. Okay. So he had it. Right. But he just chose to pronounce it completely incorrectly. Maybe he did it to humble you. Maybe, but I don't really think I need any more humbling. So what are we going to do if like a scandal comes out during this candidacy? What, like... Like, what would a Louis Capaldi scandal look like? Oh... Like, every candidate has their big moment. Um, my internet search history would definitely be something that is not... Uh, was not a thing that you're definitely watching too much videos online. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sure, but then it'll be a trouble. Uh, <laughs> nothing weird. So we shouldn't ask your... No, definitely not. So we shouldn't ask your search history. No, so that's that probably one. And the, I say search very differently to you. What did you say? I'm sorry? I say search. You say oh. search. Search. Yeah. Search. Language is funny. I like the way you say it better. Search. Search. Search and destroy. My internet history. <laughs> um, no, uh, so there's that. Probably something like, oh, there's this once one time when I was, um, I really am sitting quite poorly on this chair. One time when I was 12, I think, maybe younger than that, I was at the supermarket with my mother, the shopping centre. Yes. Buying her groceries and we, I took the trolley, um, the cart, and my mum, we finished shopping and we went to the car and we put all the things back in the car. My mum said, right, you go put that cart back in the cart place. I know where this is going. Oh, I bet you don't. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. It sounds very innocent and then it gets quite sinister. So, not again, not too weird. Not Nothing weird. Um, so, me, cart, push. And I'm put, taking it back to the place. My mum's starting the car. She's getting us going. And I push the cart back. And then, oh, this little old lady comes up behind me. You look concerned. Well, like once you bring a little old lady into a scandal. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> it's getting weird. Let me put you out your misery here. It wasn't, nothing happened that was untoward. So, I mean, it was quite bad. I feel bad about it to this day. Um, so she comes up and she says, something. She says, I can't really hear her. So she went, and you know that way where sometimes when an older person speaks to you and you can't hear what they say, you just go, yeah. 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 And then you just move on. So this old lady went, how all right, son? And I went, yeah. And I walked away and it was fine. Totally fine. But then, as I was walking away, I realised that she she was pushing a cart. And what she said to me was, is there any chance you could put my cart away for me, son? To which I have laughed in her face. <laughs> and went, <laughs> yeah, and walked away. <laughs> so that's probably that's probably a scandal that's, that's going to come She out. is going to out you. Yeah, well, I Hopefully mean... Hopefully she's, she's still here. I mean, she was very old. Right. Uh, so yeah, if she's around to this day, um, sorry. If not, no witnesses. So fuck it. Ah! <laughs> sorry. You can bleep this, can you? Yeah, uh, we definitely can. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, so you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so exciting moment. I know you were thrilled when the Jonas Brothers covered your song, but like, how did Camila compare when she covered that song? Like, oh. were you equally as excited, or even more so? Uh, I'll say equally. Yeah. In the interest of... I don't think she's going to be able to pick you up like they did, though. No, well, if I ever meet her, that's the thing. You need to give me a piggyback, Camila Cabello. And that's it. <laughs> uh, no, it was incredible. Uh, but the thing is, when people like that cover your song, it's incredible. You're like, oh my God, this is the best day ever. You go onto the YouTube and you look at it. And then you go, well, they start singing it and you go, this is really good. And then they start singing it and they start singing it really good. And you're like, okay, slow down here, don't. <laughs> what do you think you're trying to do here? Because it's like you start off really happy and then you slowly realise over the course of it, are they trying to outsing me on this song here? Right. And tell you what, Camila Cabello was definitely doing some runs. <laughs> she went... I'll be safe in your sound. But it, was, it sounded better than that. And, uh, and I just remember thinking, this woman, slow down, Camila. I'm trying to make, I'm trying to be a singer here. And now people are going to listen to this song and go, well, it's all right, but I never did this sound. But do you know what I mean? So it's great. It's amazing. I love it so much. Best feeling ever. But then when they do it, don't, if you're going to cover my songs, where's the camera? Is that, am I looking? You're, yeah. you're, Right there, right there, right uh, there. Hi, hi, guys, celebrities. It's me, Louis Capaldi here. Um, listen, I'd say right now, you're probably watching this thinking, who is this? And I've, I sang the song called Someone You Loved, the one who day bleeds, night fall, that one. And 
if you're going to cover it, just thank you in advance, but don't sing it too well. <laughs> because you're making me look bad and I'm trying to be the new, I'm trying to be a new, I'm a new kid on the block, right? And I'm only 22, despite the fact that I look 47. And I need you to just get, cut me some slack because I'm sick of this. You're all performing too high of a standard. And I'm only young. I'm all, as I said, I'm only young. Right. So don't fucking do it anymore because I'm getting tired. But thank you, Camila and Jonas Brothers. <laughs> Did you see the lights move there? Yeah, do you feel like you're in a nightclub now? It was like strobes. Uh, yeah! <laughs> yeah, wow, that was intense. Uh, so you said you're very young. Wikipedia says your birthday is in a couple days. Is that made up or true? It's my birthday's on Monday. Wow, happy birthday. Thank you. A round of applause for my birth, which is... I had nothing to do with me being born on Monday. That's my birth. I've got nothing. That's me. You can thank my mum and dad. Very good work, 10 out of 10 job. Yeah, well, they did. I mean, I don't know. I, d I doubt my mum had a good time. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if, if, I, if, I, if I know my father, lethargic. Let's put it that way. Well, now with like your, you know, your newfound fame and all your money, you should probably buy your mom a nice massage for that day. Whoa, okay. What, you, what kind of massage? Just like a normal one. So she relaxes because if it was a traumatic day. It wasn't traumatic that I'd love. <laughs> I'm just saying it probably didn't last very long and it probably oh, wasn't very enjoyable. I thought yeah. you meant your birth. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. <laughs> We're on very different wavelengths at the minute. We yeah. are, yes. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, my birth was probably rubbish. I was, probably, I was quite a fat baby. Not as fat as my sister was when she was born, so... My mum's had a hard time of it, for sure. Were you, uh, is your sister younger or older? My, I've got four, I've got four, I've got three siblings, they're all older than me. Okay. We're all two years apart, so it's me, um, my older brother Aidan, he's two years older than me. My oldest sister, Danielle, Danny, she's four years older than me. And my oldest brother, Warren, who is six years older than me. And yeah, I'm the, I'm a baby boy. <laughs> But not as big as your sister, and she came first though and set the tone. She did so. come first. She was a big, she was a big gal as a baby. She kind of had cheeks like the Godfather. <laughs> she did. I'm not, I'm not being rude. I'm not shaming her. She just had big fat cheeks. Yeah. Because she was a baby. She wasn't like. She didn't know. She didn't know. It's not her fault. She didn't know that she had cheeks like the Godfather as a young baby. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's pictures of her, and she looks very like. Yeah. But she's great. Love her. Great and it girl. is my birthday on Monday. Are you asking just, for anything? Do you have a birthday list? Just come full circle. Uh, my birthday list. World peace. Like a one-piece bathing suit? World peace. <laughs> world peace. The world. Oh, Earth. I thought you said a one-piece, and I'm like, a bathing suit? <laughs> That's a new, right? Well, I mean, a one-piece bathing suit would do, would do the trick as well. Although I need two pieces. Because I've got breasts. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Um, I also have another question about your Wikipedia because I spent a lot of time on that page. How, did, how have you played drums since you were two? Like, I couldn't even I go to the bathroom when I was two. Well, it says that. Do you know what? I don't play we drums now. We need to edit now. that. It literally says Louis Capaldi has been playing the drums since the age of two. Right, well, someone has very high expectations of me that I cannot match. They're really hyping you up on that website. Do you know what I think it is? I think there's a picture of me when I'm a young man. And I'm not two, I definitely, I'm an old, I'm an older boy. And I've got drumsticks like this behind my sister's drum kit that she got for her Christmas. So you're just like, as a child playing, they're making it sound like you're Travis Barker. Yeah, or like JB, Justin Bieber. Right. That's what I call him, I call him JB. Are you guys homies? <sighs> well, I guess so. Have you met him? No. I've <laughs> never met him, never spoke to him. <laughs> Maybe one day. Although, do love him. Right. Love his music. I liked it when he had long hair. Uh, his hair is back, like it's back to the brown. It looks really good in that picture he had with Dan and Shay that came out yesterday. Yeah, oh, they've got song. a new song. Yeah, yeah, I've not listened to it yet. Is it good? It's good. Do you know who's got a new song out? Who? Niall Horan. Yes. And do you know why, right? Because uh, can I tell you something? Because this is he texted me this morning, right? Saying, listen to this cheek, right? 
Hi, I'm Niall. It's your old friend, and I would I have a song out, and I would like you. To, I would no, what is it? Say I would like him to do well, but you're too big time now and caught up in your own shit. <laughs> 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 oh, he's funny, and uh, I just but I just blocked his number. <laughs> he is the best smelling celebrity I've ever met. He smells great. Like he literally smells like he eats toothpaste. Yeah, like, he smells amazing. He smelled his hair. So fresh. This just took a ton. I like this. Let's keep talking about it. His hair smells terrific. Like what? Like I, because I got the, I got a lot of mint. You got a lot of And mint. then some like good clean musk. Oh, he's got a musk on him. I, I actually Googled what he wore because I was like, I want to buy this for my boyfriend. Yeah, like, he's a musky boy. It's Hugo sure. Boss. Is it Hugo Boss? Yeah. That's quite a basic uh, cologne for him to be wearing. Well, it was the fans that said that, so... Oh, well. It's a grey area there. Fans, let me tell you something. That man is very rich. He doesn't use Hugo Boss. (laughs) 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 Listen, he uses the, I don't know, the tears of some endangered animal that he just like, (laughs) smells great, probably. But, um, But yeah, no, it smells great. And I don't know what's in his hair, but I can't remember how I got a sniff of it once. But I smelled it and it was like that. It's some nice hair. And then I said that, and then I tweeted it. Did you? I was very drunk. Good. No, but I feel like he showers like every two hours. Yeah, for sure. Showers like every two hours. That rhymes. You could be a songwriter. I got you. I, I tell you, he doesn't shower every two hours. <laughs> Me. Once a week. That's all you need. Keep yeah. them guessing. Like, yeah. when's his next one? And you hit the main... Seven days? Ten days? Exactly. Don't know. You hit the main areas. Hair. Pets. That's it. Back of the knees. Got to do the back of the knees. It, that does sweat. Often overlooked. You need really like that. So do you have a stool in your shower? Because you can only accomplish that one way. I had, some t- I had a stool in my shower once, but that was an accident. <laughs> a joke about poo. I know it is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Oh, we're done. Oh, okay. I could. I got. I got the thing. So oh, I, the I thing. would love to keep talking. That, that means that means when the that's 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 Craig. Craig. You call him Craig. I call him Craig from Label. And when they do this, that gentle. It means. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> Only joking. Hey, well, you got that sold out show tonight. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you very much. Talia Hall or Talia Hall? The second one. Talia. Talia. Well, it's going to be lovely. Yes. It's going to be fun. Yes. It's going to be sad. It's going to be sad. Why? Because yeah, uh, your music is? I deliver a monologue halfway through the speech, halfway through the, halfway through the show, just about life and how we're all shuffling towards our death. So oh. Get used to it. <laughs> Fun. That's, that's my favourite part of the show for sure. It's, it, that part in particular is 45 minutes long. So we play for 15 minutes either side and then the monologue for 45. So hope you enjoy it tonight. <laughs> and if you're coming, anyone coming? Whoop, you're coming. Listen, be excited. Don't be too excited. Be like, if this is your excitement, bring it here. And then the show will be like, oh, and it'll just scoosh, scoosh over your excitement. Like keep your expectations low. And you'll have a lovely time. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, give it up one more time for Lewis Capaldi. Thanks. Thank do, you. Do I leave now? Be a good human being and subscribe. Rate, review the mess you just heard. Thanks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.